0: Hello, everyone. Welcome again to the Garden of Eden. Yeah, we are here in another part of the wonderful, wonderful letter that was dictated to me, for you, from my loving, heavenly father. That's right. Agape love himself, who traveled through space and time, long years, to get to you. Well, he finally made it. And he is here. We're in the Garden of Eden. Does it look like this? Something like this? Is that him over there? Yes. That's his presence. It comes through everything. There's butterflies and flowers and light, trees, grasses and animals. Yes. So welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. To another part of this wonderful letter, my dear spiritual child letter from me, Agape, love himself. That's right. So let's begin. This is going to be part number 20. It should finish us up in Isaiah 62 that we've been working through. We're going to be working through the final verses of it. Verse 9 through 12. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to get back to the letter. This was to show you his heart and his desires for you. That he gave to me right out of his book. Right from the Old Testament prophet Isaiah himself. If I look a little different or sound. A little difference. I moved my microphone to the other side of the computer. So it might sound a little different. But welcome. This is Pastor Deborah. And you're you. And we're here in the lovely Garden of Eden. And I'm going to bring to you these last few verses. I'm going to act as a royal priest for you unto him. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful how he took Isaiah 62, verse 9 through 12, and opened it up to me for prayer for you. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. You are about your work in the hearts, the spiritual beings, the forever person's heart here on planet Earth. You desire to reach them and touch them and open up their knowledge about you and to you. We know you love them. You paid a price on the cross. You went into torture and hell for them so they could be reconciled to you back in your presence, back into the Garden of Eden here on earth and the new earth to come, Father. And we know that you will take them in your arms. If we can just get them to you. So, Father, be about your work. Be about your business. Your ministry. Of fulfilling Isaiah 61 and 62. In their lives. In the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. Welcome, little ones. Yeah, I see all of you. The butterflies are welcoming you. His presence. Can you see it, Pactor? It is there for you. And I'm going to begin now. And I want to bring to you someone who has traveled with me for many years. Sweet Teddy. Teddy has always been with me. Yeah, he's carrying the rose of agape love, the very icon and branding of agape love. He was given to me by God. Yeah, at Valentine's Day. So we want to say thank you, Teddy. Thank you for being with us. And he's going to travel with us. Now, he's not real. He's just a stuffed animal. But being aware, there are living creatures from the garden that desire to meet you and get you. Are there teddy bears? Yes, there are teddies in there. They may not look like this, Teddy there are animals and creatures that Teddy was made after in the garden. So let's get into verse 60. Let's get into Isaiah 62. Verse number 9 through 12. That'll finish out. Then we'll get back to the rest of the letter. We had finished up in verse 8. And let me read that to you to refresh you. It says, The Lord the Lord has spiritually sworn by his right hand and by the arm of his spiritual strength. Surely I, the Lord, will no more give your spiritual corn to be spiritual meat, food, nourishment for your spiritual enemies. And the spiritual sons Of your spiritual stranger. Shall not drink. Your spiritual wine. For that which you have spiritually labored. That has many, many meanings. Means those who don't believe in Christ Jesus. And this heavenly father. Can mean your soul. Can mean concepts and ideas. Mm -hmm. So we had that one in the last one. In part 19. Here in part 20, we're going to pick up in verse 9. Verse 9 of Isaiah 62. God goes on and is continuing to talk to Isaiah in the vision, maybe in prayer, maybe up in the throne room. Mm -hmm. And Isaiah wrote it down. He said in verse 9, but they, this God is talking about, that have spiritually gathered. All of this food and this drink and this corn, it, they shall eat it and spiritually praise the Lord. Many of us work and we do not see the blessings from it. Others seem to. But he's saying no more. Now that you have been born again, raised up as a spiritual one, you spirit man, you forever person will receive the food and nourishment, the drink, communion with the Lord. Praise the Lord, Isaiah says. And God goes on and says to Isaiah, And they that have spiritually brought it together shall spiritually drink in the spiritual courts of my spiritual holiness. He's talking about bring what together, me and all of humanity, build a bridge, Applied the cross, the blood, the sacrifice, brought us together, pleaded for them, petitioned for them as a royal priest, brought healing back to them, deliverance and freedom from their captivity. You don't understand yet how... Powerful these words are when they're amplified out, mm-hmm. verse number two, when you understand what do the courts of my spiritual holiness mean his throne room up in heaven in the kingdom of heaven, right in his presence, see him back there, when you can get into that, the very presence of God, you are in his courts. His throne room of holiness and righteousness and glory and salvation. You think you spiritually could live in that right now? That's like entering into the earthly sun right in the center of it. Right now as a little one, you can't. If you're not born again and a children or a child of the light, you can't get near the light. It will hurt you. But once you become a child of the light, you move closer, closer, and you live around it. You're drawn to it like moths and butterflies and flowers. The presence of the Lord then begins to feed you and nourish you and help you grow. Verse 10. Spiritually, little one, this is my petition for you as a royal priest, father, Spiritually help them to go through, to spiritually go through the spiritual gates. Spiritually prepare you the spiritual ways of the spiritual people. A way had to be made. It was done on a cross, done in a resurrection. Another did it for you, to make a way for you to spiritually come. Spiritually cast up, throw up, cast up the spiritual highway. Throw it up, Father. Let us see it above our heads. Let us see it from where we are. Make it clear to us. Show us the entrance. Show us the way to walk. Before you were born again, a child of the light, you could not see it. It was hidden in darkness from you. It was always there, but your eyes could not see it. You didn't know the way, but you're learning the way. And Isaiah is saying, God, help them. Only you can put the highway there for them. Spiritually, Father, gather out the spiritual stones that would cause them to stumble. That could be your beliefs, your traditions. Your concepts, your principles, your scientific reasoning, maybe your culture, maybe some ancestors. Maybe you just can't believe unless you see. Mm -hmm. Those are in your way. They're stones. They could be other people. They could be politics, political parties, governments. Could be the circumstances that happened to you as a child that are preventing you from believing, seeing, and heading towards the light, heading towards that entrance. Father, spiritually lift up a spiritual standard, a banner, a flag of agape love for these spiritual people. When the light shines out, that's his banner. When people come as Pastor Deborah, and there's many, and they say, God loves you. That's the banner, the flag flying over the kingdom of heaven. The cross is a banner of love flying even now in the realm of the spirit. See the little butterflies, they know. The flowers, the trees, they know. They welcome him. Into their lives. They're drawn to it. They love its warmth. They love it. Verse number 11. Spiritually behold, the Lord has spiritually proclaimed. Isaiah is telling us. He has decreed. He has declared, announced unto the ends of the spiritual realm, the world. And he says, say you spiritually to the spiritual daughter, a spiritual Zion. He's talking to you. He has daughters in his mind. All of humanity is his spiritual child, his daughter, but they're also his sons. You got to get to know this God to understand his thinking. It's different. But he is calling us the daughters of spiritual Zion. His holy, holy place. Spiritually, behold, your spiritual salvation comes. It's like a bride seeing her wedding day come. As she comes down the aisle, there is her husband bringing a wonderful relationship, covenant, bonding with this daughter of Zion. That's right. He is saying, behold, spiritual daughter of Zion. Salvation comes. Now, when Isaiah got this, the cross had not yet happened. Christ Jesus was not yet born as a human. So he was declaring it's coming. And even now, after it has come, we are still declaring to you, little one. Salvation comes when you believe. It's already happened on the earth. It's here. And the gate will be opened and you will walk towards the light. A lot of you do that in near-death experiences. You go into a tunnel of light. The light draws you out of your earthly body. Mm -hmm. Spiritually behold. His spiritual reward is spiritually with him. When he came, he brought things, rewards for us. He brought the Holy Spirit. He brought the kingdom of heaven. And in the Holy Spirit was mercy, forgiveness for all that we have done or thought about him or did to others in ignorance. The kingdom of heaven was returned. The government for your spirit, your soul and physical body. The government that is to be ruling and reigning here on the planet over nature, resources, governments, people, nations. The kingdom of heaven was a government right out of the realm of the spirit with the laws of God in its operation. What was its constitution? The laws. And ordinances of God, the flag was a gappy love, the banner that you had to have flying over you. And his work, his payment, his recompense, his judgment is spiritually before him. When he went to the cross, he was going to be judged. That were laid before him. But after that, the victory in hell, getting back the keys to hell, death, and the grave, his resurrection out of the tomb, all laid before him. And it was to come. The same will happen to you when you believe. You're dead to him right now. Spiritually. Even though your forever person is alive. It's in a tomb. It might be in hell, tormented and vexed. He said, when you take upon yourself the belief and you come to the light of the cross and his love for you, he says, what happened to me? I came to life from death. I became victorious over hell, death, and the grave. That will happen to you. Forever person. These are powerful words. This was so many thousands of years. Before the cross. But to you. The cross is here right now. Mm -hmm. And he's calling you. Beckoning to you. And I'm praying as a royal priest. Petitioning him to help you. To help you cast out everything. That is hindering you. A stone of stumbling. To bring you. Into the light of resurrection. What do you think, Teddy? How are we doing? Teddy's right here. The creatures of the garden are all around. They're listening just like you are. They love hearing about him. They love hearing about his love for everything. Even them. They love to hear about him. So you enjoy. And we'll just have Teddy. He's still here. I just wanted you to know that. Whoops! Remember, we are finishing up Isaiah 61 and 62. A father's heart. The father's desires. A father's prophetic words for you and all of humanity. Verse 12. And they, these spiritual strangers, these aliens, these that don't know him. They're going to call you when you become born again, a child of this light. This is what Pastor Deborah looks like out in the realm of the darkness here on earth in the realm of the spirit. Mm -hmm. A child of the light. I can live in this. I couldn't at first. It overpowers your spirit. And it takes a while of drinking it, living in it, being in it, where your spirit grows strong. In it. And these people that don't know him yet, they shall call you the righteous spiritual people of the Lord, the spiritual holy people, the spiritually redeemed of the Lord. They will see your spirit has changed. You might have a little light. And then slowly over time as you drink in his love, the light gets brighter and brighter in your spirit. Those evil, wicked things that have been hanging around in you, around you, hurting you, they will start standing at a distance. Mm -hmm. They don't like this light. They do not like the light of righteousness, holiness. Love, joy and peace. And you, oh, you little one, your forever person will be a righteous spiritual being. Shall be spiritually called, named, decreed. In your spiritual nature and essence, you'll be sought out by others. The Lord will keep coming to you loving on you, pouring his light into you. You'll be a spiritual city. Your spirit will no longer be forsaken or desolate. And these words were spoken by the Heavenly Father to this Old Testament prophet, Isaiah. These spiritual words about you. They are still true today Mm -hmm. for you. These were the heavenly father's heart's desires for you and him. This was his prophetic words. He spoke out through a prophet Isaiah for all of humanity, for all of ages of time and beyond time. These were his everlasting covenant agreements with you, with every human, with all of nature, with a new earth. These were his precious spiritual cries of his love for you through Isaiah to free you from spiritual death, spiritual separation, Do. To your sin nature. You're born. In sin. Conceived. By iniquity. Our genes were changed physically and spiritually. Long ago. When the first human. First forever man. Lost the Holy Spirit. Adam. Every seed. Every sperm. Every egg. Took on the nature of Satan. The very adversary of God. We lived in sin in our DNA. The earth became cursed. Then we cursed it ourselves when a young man named Cain killed his, murdered purposely his brother Abel and spilt his blood on the earth. The earth cried out and God gave the earth power over us to curse us. You see that in earthquakes and fires and weather lack of rain, too much rain. The earth is not your friend. You aren't the earth's friend. You need to be born again and become as this light. And shine that light into the earth. Mm -hmm. There's chaos. We see it in the weather. We see it in climate change. Why? Because the unrighteousness of humanity. Mm-hmm. We see it how we abuse animals and we use them for scientific experiments. We do babies that way, too. We take an unborn baby. We kill it. And we take his aborted body. We use it in scientific research, stem cells, embryonic cells. We do research on them for money. hmm So he is saying here at the end of Isaiah 62, that through spiritual death, separation, due to the sin nature that we are, till we're born again, we are cut off from him. We can't go into this garden, into this light. He allows you to come to the garden now. To show you the possibilities of what is in his nature. Who he is. Where your spirit came from here on earth. Oh, this is not heaven. Heaven is off planet, so to speak. And you'll come back to a new earth. When this earth is folded up as an old garment. Maybe it explodes and the whole galaxy is gone. You'll create a new one. And you'll get a new body, and you'll be on it. In his presence, he'll be living with us. It might just be a light, a planet of pure light. Don't know. But I'm getting ready, and I'm getting ready to go out into the galaxies. There's other creatures out there. Have you ever seen how many galaxies? Billions and billions and billions and billions of light years away. They have other things on their creatures. We're to be telling them of him. But right now, this is about you. To be able to walk into this light, to the throne room of holiness, so he can call you a city, not forsaken. And he can give you the rewards of his victory on the cross, redemption and salvation, new birth. And then you will be like the little butterflies, the little teddy. Where is he? Right here. carrying love of him for you and carrying love for others. You'll be a bearer of the be gappy love yourself. You'll be able to help other people. Find this entrance. You'll become a royal priest like Pastor Deborah, praying and petitioning him to help you. So you be encouraged. And that ends Isaiah 62, this part of the spiritual child letter. In the next one, we're going to get back to the letter. Lots more to go. That's right. So you be encouraged today. If you want to have this opening be ministered unto you, into his presence, uh-huh. and be able to find the garden yourself. Uh-huh and come any time you want to then accept his offer to be his spiritual child you'll apply the victory of the cross and when christ jesus said father forgive them for they know not what they do it's done in your life and you come out as a new creature you have a hebrews 4:12 out of your soul of darkness and captivity to the lust of the flesh The lust of the eyes and the pride of life. Your old father, Satan, and his image and likeness is destroyed in death. And you come out a brand new child. Right out of sort of the cocoon. A new life form that's never existed before. Yeah. You'll be able to be drawn and live in this light. So you come. That's where Pastor Derber lives. The garden looks like this. Other places, it's waterfalls and forest. Other places, it's just pastures. The flowers sing. The butterflies are flying. The swans are swimming. The lions are there. They won't hurt you. The elephants and the tigers and the giraffes. The monkeys, the dogs and the cats. Everything you see in the natural, all the animals, they are but a replica of the garden. Mm -hmm. So you come, you ask God to make you a child of his, to apply his cross to your life. And if you've already been one of his children and you've kind of gone astray off into the darkness with Satan in ignorance, ask him to forgive you and bring you back. To his light. So you can walk in there. And he can embrace you. With his glorious holiness. Mm-hmm. And then it's a wonderful adventure from there. As you grow and get strong. You'll go back out into the world of darkness. And reach others. And tell them about him. And you won't have to say much. Because they'll look at your spirit. And that is what they will see the light of his presence of holiness and love in you. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this teaching that you gave through Isaiah of 61 and 62, that we could understand you, your heart, your desires, and your prophetic words to us. Even now, thousands and thousands of years later, help us to hear you. In these words and see what you desire for us to be. And we thank you for loving us so much. And wanting to be with us and provide for us and feed us and nourish us and help us to walk into your light of holiness. That others may learn of you. Help us to live in your light. As your children. In the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. Okay. We'll pick up again in the next part of the letter. And we'll get back to it. So I'll see you then. Love. Pastor Deborah.